Welcome to Famous First Times. I'm Ian. And I'm Dominic. Hi, how are you doing? I'm alright, thanks. How are you? Not you. The people at home, listen. Give them a little bit of space so they can respond to us. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Oh good, I'm glad you're alright. I'm here with Ian doing Famous First Times podcasts. Are you ready for it? Do you know what it's about? Alright, we'll just tell you then. It's about famous people having sex with each other or other people and I suppose the main concept is that we try and find out what the first time they ever had sex was like yeah the virginity story is famous first times first times times, yeah it's not always easy to find that out is it Ian but with these two I've got them I've got both I've got virginity stories from both brilliant do you want to know what we're doing? I want to know what we're doing. We're doing 50, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. I've guessed that straight away, yeah. <laughs> we're and, doing 50, uh, 50 Cent and... Who's in that ilk? Who's in that Richard Branson. Yep, got it in one. <laughs> Amazing. Rich Amazing. people. Rich people. Richard Branson and 50 Cent. Money obsessed pricks. Dickhead. Well, we don't know the pricks yet. They might be all right. Come on, what do you think of 50 Cent from what... Dickhead. What do you think of Richard Branson? Dickhead. Right, <laughs> there we go. Well, they might not be. We all might right. be wrong. We'll find out as the uh, stories unfold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could spoil it for you, but no, I'll leave it. It's I'll leave you the wanting. only way to find out if someone's an all right person. That's Listen the- to him talk about sex for a bit. <laughs> you'll probably find out whether they're a cunt or not That's the after crux. 20 minutes of it. That's the crux of this show, and it's, it's working true. out who's a dickhead and who's not. It's worked every single <laughs> time. We are your canary in the mine <laughs> <laughs> for sex pests. What do you think of 50 Cent? I don't want to say he's an awful person, but he just seems like the embodiment of everything terrible <laughs> about 21st century music and superficial obsession with money and power and bitches. I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm hoping that these stories will shed like a different light on him. But yeah, he's probably the worst person that existed. But I'm open to. <laughs> but I'm, I'm basing that off just hearing Inda Club and watching his fucking dead eyes stare me down through the TV. <laughs> right, okay. I, I like him. I like 50 Cent. Yeah. I don't like him. I like his songs a lot. I like a bunch of his songs. Do you fucking fuck like his songs the, a lot? Yeah, I did. The, the one I played earlier, um, If I Can't. Fucking incredible song, genuinely Not brilliant. Incredible. No, really, it's one of my top it's... ten songs of all time. That I, I really off. Like. Yeah, you're not me. That's in your head. <laughs> it's objective truth. Bollocks. Right. Anyway, so with Fifty Cent, got a few interviews with him, a few tweets later on, a few revealing tweets. Yeah. And, and I read his book as well. Lucky you. Yeah. From pieces to weight came out in two thousand and five. Yeah, a couple of stories on that. But first, let's do the virginity stuff which he spoke about in Playboy in 2004. So, as usual, I'll do the questions, you do the answers. Wait, wait, wait. 
No, you didn't do it. That's a matter right. Good. <laughs> I'm not going on, brilliant. It's a shame. It's going to be an incomplete podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, did hustling make you more popular with girls? Hell yeah. In the hood, your success is on wheels. It's about your appearance. When you first start, everybody is hustling for clothes, a different pair of sneakers, every day. <laughs> so you're fresh all the time. Right. <laughs> okay. At the height of your hustling, how much were you making? <laughs> like $5,000 a day. I had a crack house on 160th Street with a bucket of acid. So if the cops came, you would just push everything off the table into the bucket and there'd be no evidence. <laughs> well, that's not sexual, but I fucking love that as a mad what story. Buckets of acid all around, we just yeah. push these drugs into it. That's fucking dangerous. <laughs> People fucked up on drugs. With yeah, buckets of acid. stumbling over and like, oh shit, I just fell in a bucket of acid. <laughs> Imagine, right? So picture the scene. The police burst in. So they just sweep into the acid. Thousands of pounds worth of drugs. Yeah, and the police are just like, oh, you've done it again. You've got <laughs> us. And they have to leave. Yeah. That is, that's not real. That can't happen. See, well, like, fucking... you've not allowed just a load of fucking acid <laughs> sitting in a bucket in your room. They just go, that's fucking... Bang out of order. <laughs> There's no drugs. There's no drugs, so you can't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, but you've got a fucking bucket of acid sitting in your room. That's wrong. But he acts like it's the smartest thing in the world. Okay, here we go. There's the reason we're here. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Like, 15. I ain't shy. No means try again. No means she's in a relationship right now. But you try again when she's upset with him. A lot of pimps think like that too. Yeah, what a cunt. So he's no doesn't mean no to 50. To no, means try again. Scummy bastard. Wait until she's upset with a boyfriend, then try. <laughs> Real fucking calculating cunt, isn't he? Like, oh, he's a fucking, fucking psychopath. Yeah, I think he is, you know. I think he is a psychopath. That's what them dead eyes means. He doesn't care about anything. Just money and girls and... Status and ego. Status, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did women throw themselves at you this year since 2004 oh absolutely groupie love <laughs> when we're travelling the young ladies come and indulge everybody will in the beginning if this shit had happened a few years ago I'd be nuts right now you start to feel like a fucking everybody is an option <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find somebody special <laughs> find someone special yeah weird thing to put at the end doesn't it? oh no he just means someone proper fit <laughs> you don't mean like someone who's like right for him <laughs> somebody special alright so he said then he was 15 when he lost his virginity didn't he oh yeah didn't go into detail just said he was really pushy with women so that's what he said in Playboy uh, interviewing not the shy is it not shy no. not shy so interviewing the son 2006 this is what he said about losing his virginity fucking son huh? I had sex for the first time when I was 12 years old with a grown-ass woman, like 22. She wasn't really attractive. I was a big 12-year-old. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was ready. <laughs> so, he's bullshitting somewhere. Two years on from Playboy, and he's lost three years yeah. of his virginity. Wait up. What happened? 
Well, he's fucking lying, isn't he? That's such an obvious lie, isn't it? So he's 12 and he's shagging a 22-year-old. That's what little, little lying boys make up. <laughs> Sorts of bollocks. Yeah, but he's still going to fucking rag on her, even though she's fictional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wasn't really attractive by his yeah, If you're making up a story about shagging someone, make a fucking fit. <laughs> yeah, Might yeah. as well. Why has he done that? It's just because he fucking hates women. And any excuse to rag on him, he will. Yeah. It's got to be it. Right, here's a story from his book, From Pieces to Wait, in 2005. Yeah. This is the first girl he went out with. So, I'll, I'll give you the background. Uh, so, we met this girl called Tracy when he was shopping. Uh, blagged her over the phone, a couple of visits, and here we go. I finally smooth-talked her into letting me come over for a visit. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited because I knew I was going to get some pussy. <laughs> We had spark enough to know what the visit would be about without having to say it. <laughs> I wore some of the fresh clothes that I owned. I threw on my eight-ball jacket, which was a type of multicolored leather jacket with big number eight on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and that was popular in the early 90s. I threw on brand new jeans and a spanky white pair of sneakers. And just to be special, I swiped one of Ryan's chains. <laughs> it was a thick gold rope with a chunky pendant. It was often dresser. I also packed the 380 just in case. The shit is like gone. Yes, proper well, serious, serious gun. This is just him trying to get laid. Yeah, he's going to a bird's house and he's taking a fucking gun. So <laughs> he needs a gun just in case she says no. <laughs> Tracy lived out in the Redfern Project in Far Rockaway. I took a cab to her house. She was able <laughs> to pay the driver by the hour, so I had him wait outside for me. <laughs> What's that? What's that? I figured I'd be able to go upstairs, get what I wanted, and be bed down in enough time to pay the cab for only two hours worth of time. If I hadn't been so preoccupied with getting some pussy, I would have bundled up my jacket and been more on point. When I walked into the lobby, my mind was already upstairs, so I didn't pay any attention to the two guys hanging out. I just hit the button and went upstairs. When I came down 45 minutes later, I was happy as I could be. <laughs> but my happiness went away very quickly because it looked like every stick-up kid from the project was down in the lobby. I was only 16. I was still a little N-word. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't been on point coming in. I realised what was going on as soon as I saw the crowd in the lobby. When they saw me, they tried to circle around me, but I was already a few steps away from the door. When one of them tried to get me back by calling me over like he knew me. Yo, come here quick for a second, man. He said, let me talk to you real quick. I said, no, man. There ain't nothing for you to talk me about. And I opened the door. My heart was pushing through my chest 
And then slowly campfire to the far end of the courtyard. I cursed myself thinking with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I walked a few feet open and they just give up the light of day. But they kept coming. <laughs> they would get younger and bolder. I felt like they were going to just run on me any second. <clears throat> so I grabbed at the 380 out of my pocket and I spun. <laughs> I didn't look again to think. I just let off six shots and I had the gun. I kept pulling cigarettes until I busted the firing pin. <laughs> then I ran to the cab. Later that night, Tracy called me. And check in and see if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told him that I was, and they had to watch him but check on me. And at that point, I didn't have much experience with girls, so I didn't realise that I should have called her after having sex with her. But she wanted to talk, I told her that I'd see her soon, but we were lying. <laughs> I stopped taking the calls, and I never went to see her again. No pizza pussy, we're worth getting drunk for. <laughs> Very long, convoluted story. Yeah, what was it, like one line about the actual, well, nothing about the actual shagging. He didn't talk about what he did with the girl Shit, at no. all. It's all about his clothes, his chains, him dressed Some up. Some guy who, like, just wanted to talk to him. All he actually do is say, yo, come here for a second, let me talk to you real quick. People say that to me all fucking time in Manchester and Lee. I just go, nay, I'm all right. <laughs> I'll fucking shoot a fucking lot of bullets in the air yeah. and just panic and fucking shit myself. <laughs> but yeah, so very little about sex though. It's all about him shooting, escaping some guys, how he got one over them. Yeah, it's still a good story, but it is not, it's not a sexy story. No one's wanking over this, Ian. <laughs> so is that, that's People have got the dicks out. They're ready. They're tugging, but it's all floppy and there's nothing to do. <laughs> You can't wank a floppy dick. Right, I better skip to some of the good stuff then. Here are some tweets that he's done. September 2010. I feel sorry for you, N-words. <laughs> Who ain't me shit. I got this freak licking on my asshole right now. Just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> and a few hours later, here's another one. My day went good. Signed a big deal, got my ass licked, <laughs> got the strap in the show. Strap in the show, does that mean he got a strap on up his ass? Is a strap not a gun? Don't know, man. I performed in front of 40,000 people and uh, here I am on Twitter, okay, okay. <laughs> He's into getting his ass licked, isn't he? And here's a lyric from a song he was on, um, Two Shorts, I'm a Stop. In that song, 50 Cent Raps. First I want my ass licked, then I need my toes licked. <laughs> yeah, he likes his ass, ass licked. licked. One of his ex-girlfriends came out and said that he's gay because of that. Pretty out of order, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Probably is gay though, isn't he? Well, you know, his mum was gay. It's it runs in family, doesn't it? <laughs> it's all hereditary. He's got a weird relationship with, with gay stuff. Here we go. Here's his quote about his mum. This is from yeah. Playboy again. My mum used to lie to women. I think she had a girlfriend when I was eight. She was really manly, <laughs> really tough, and she had to be. She was hustling. Same interview. Here's another quote what he says about gay people. I ain't into faggots. I don't like gay people around me because I'm not comfortable with what their thoughts are. I'm not prejudiced. I don't go with gay people and kick it. 
we don't have that much in common. I'd rather hang out with a straight dude. But women who like women, that's cool. I could actually get into that. Having a woman who likes women too, we might have more in common. It's okay to write that I'm prejudiced. This is as honest as I could possibly be with you. When people become celebrities, they change the way they speak. But my conversation with you is exactly the way I would for a conversation on the street. We refer to gay people as faggots or homos. It could be disrespectful, but that's just the facts. <laughs> Can't so, argue with that, can you? What, what fucking logic is that? Just that we're really disgusted about people, but that's how it is. That's what he's saying, isn't it? He's not prejudiced. He just doesn't go with gay people and kick it. No one's asking you to fucking suck a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't fucking run off if anyone comes near you. It's, it's a weird thing, that, isn't it? Like, you can only hang out with straight people. Like All women who fuck other women. Yeah. Like, he likes lesbians because they've... They like women too, and he likes women, so not a lot in common. In fact, women, straight women, like sucking dicks. That's disgusting. <laughs> you should not like straight women because they like disgusting shit like sucking dicks <laughs> and fucking having a penis inside them. That's so gay, having a penis inside you. <laughs> so we can't hang out with gays or women, straight women. Yeah. We can hang out with lesbians and other straight guys. Yeah. Them's the facts, yeah. as Fiddy says. <laughs> In 2010, he did another tweet. You know Perez Hilton? Yeah. Famous gossip columnist guy. Here's a tweet what he, what he did about Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton called me a douchebag, so I had my homies shoot up a gay wedding. I wasn't his, but it still made me feel better. Fucking weird, rough thing tweet that. He uh, tweeted that? That's yeah. Not right, yeah. So it's a really weird joke if it's a joke. It's not funny, and it's definitely, like, aggressively homophobic. <laughs> so it, it serves no purpose, but there's... I mean, it's not real. He's not really paid someone to... Sh- kill a load of gay people <laughs> just because Perez Hilton called him a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. It must be a weird joke that he probably, him and his yes men found funny. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to tell everyone that uh, uh, I got loads of gay people killed on Twitter. <laughs> who's, who's up for it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. Right <laughs> on Twitter. Where's the Addison ball? Well, I can't find it. You know, A with the squiggle. <laughs> What's the A with the squiggle around it? I wanted to tell Paris. I don't know. <laughs> and then all his mates like come round. It's that mate. It's that mate. Just press that. Do you think I should do it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really good idea, man. You're, you're the boss. He uh, did go out with this woman, then Chelsea Handler. He went out with Chelsea Handler. Famous I've heard of that. Comedian, yeah. yeah. I'll read it, what she said. But yeah, so she, she had, a, had a little fling with 50 Cent for a few weeks. Uh, asked about the sex. Said, the sex was okay. It was just normal. It was fine. It wasn't mind-blowing. I've had much better sex than other people, but it was good. Now, I love that, because 50 is not going to be happy with that at all. He's going to be really fucking pissed off. Because if, if, if she had said he's bad, he'd be like, oh, jealous bitch. Yeah. But that's really brutally honest, isn't it? That he's just okay. <laughs> just okay. Nothing spectacular. And I love it. What a fucking yeah. brutal diss to the heart that is. 
because he can't say that that's someone who hates him because fairly complimentary about it yeah just, just like a little bit meh just, yeah a little bit meh we know quite a lot about 50 cent so he likes his arse licked he's alright at sex he's average yeah he's very average and not that into gay people Although he was on this um, radio show in 2012, Funkmaster Flex show on Hot 97. Yeah. Supporting gay marriage. Oh, really? And he says this one line in this interview as well. I've encouraged same-sex activities. I've been engaged in fetish areas a couple of times. I'm for it. I've encouraged same-sex activities. But he's just not about... No, he's not. Lesbians, and he's not about gays. All right, yeah. I've engaged in fetish areas a couple of times. Having his arse licked. Yeah, I'm secular liberal, so pretty close to being gay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so my ass late. I'm pretty much LBGTQ. <laughs> one of them. One of them. The Q. I met Dash through Ray Ray's girlfriend. <laughs> I take her out once in a while, but for the most part, I just buy her shoes and clothes and stuff. All that really mattered to me was that she was there when I needed some pussy. <laughs> Having a girlfriend, even if I was tricking on her, was a lot easier than chasing down chicks all the time. One night, Ray Ray called to say that we should take Tasha and Nikki on a double date. I was making money on the block, so I passed. Ray Ray was like, you had to get money then be with your girlfriend. <laughs> you dance straight, I said. You weren't being love. You could go ahead and be in love. I'd rather be in money. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, Ray Ray never told me that he was talking to me on speakerphone with Tasha and Nikki in the room. I didn't find that part out until months later. But because I had some slick shit on the phone, Tasha wound up going to the movies that night with Brian's little brother, John. After the movie, they got two rooms at a motel around the way. Tasha figured out that since I was rather being money, she let someone else be in her and wound up fucking judged. <laughs> no one told me about this shit for months. I was still tricking on her buying her clothes and shoes and shit. And John, <laughs> and John he was fucking her behind my back. It wasn't until I bought her an expensive shilling coat for Christmas that Brian stepped in to regulate the situation. He told John that wait until I found out about the situation on my own was only going to make things worse. John was so scared to confess that he had brought Brian with him when he was ready to tell. He swore that he only met with Tasha a few times and after that first night and then he left her alone. But I didn't really care. I liked Tasha, but really, she was just kind of there to be there. I didn't like the idea of getting played, but a hoe's going to be a hoe. <laughs> There's not much to that that can be done about something like that. I just told John to pay me the $500 that I had spent on the code. He was like, all I gotta do is pay $500. Everyone seemed to think I was gonna go crazy or something, but I wasn't. I just took my money and I left. Then I called Tasha to come over to my grandmother's house. 
When she got there, I stripped the coat off her back and I told her to go home in the cold. <laughs> I couldn't get back all my money I spent on her, but I damn sure wasn't going to let her run around in the cold. <laughs> that, that was me on women for a while. They just weren't worth the effort. Shows that 50 Cent is not that into women. Just can't be asked. They do his head in. Look him around. Well, he was fucking her about... And then she was fucking him about, but like it was all right for him to do whatever he wanted to. But when she was doing it, it's like fuck this shit. And then that guy <laughs> who who shagged her, even though like you know we weren't precious about her enough to like be you know exclusive with her. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. And it was like, oh shit. Um, what do you want? I want fucking five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, just give him some. Money. Oh, is that all you want? <laughs> and this guy like reacted like like that was really reasonable. Oh, is that, is that all you want? That's great. Yeah, sure. You have five hundred dollars for fucking some girl you don't give a shit about. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre because you bought her a coat <laughs> and right. you got her a fucking coat back off her as well. <laughs> do you know what that coat thing? It ties into that. Do you know that song "The Rain" by Orange Juice Jones? No. Mid 80s rap disco guy. He, he buys his girlfriend a really long mink coat yeah. and she cheats on him and he follows her and he finds out. And at the end, it's like him just spitting venom at her. He makes sure he gets his coat back. $550 mink coat. It's a real big deal that he gets his coat back. And I think 50s just lifted just that. Just lifted that from that song. To make, it, to make it his own story. Having a big fancy coat in it. Well, that's too mm. close to be a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, it could be something that happens all the time. He lives his life where money is like the most important thing mm. and that is what gets you all the respect you need and that's the only thing that matters to him. I think it shows his callousness, this. Like, invite, his mate invites him out on a date, sees bird, he's like, no way, no way, making money, like laughing about it, taking the piss. I didn't much, I didn't like the idea of getting played, but a hoe's going to be a hoe. <laughs> really resigned <laughs> You're to You're the it. fucking hoe. Yeah, he dismisses his activities in one little fucking term. Having a girlfriend, even if I was tricking on her. So like, like tricking on her. Like, it's no yeah. big deal. It's a little fucking frivolous thing while yeah. he's banging over women behind yeah. his girl's back. But when she does it... I was going to be a hoe. <laughs> yeah. Can't, give me, can't stop a hoe being a hoe. And give me my coat back. Give me my coat back. <laughs> even though I've got the money that I paid for the coat from the guy you fought. <laughs> yeah, what a weird fucking transaction all this is. Anyway, um, final... Final 50 cent story. Well, I got Tanisha's number and a whole lot else. A few months later, she was pregnant and we were already arguing all the time. One time, I was walking down the boulevard with Ray Ray's girlfriend, who was telling me some funny shit that Ray Ray did. (laughs) I had my arm around her, getting all the dirt and laughing. When Tanisha hops out of the dollar van and gets in my face, who the fuck is this bitch here? (laughs) If she hadn't been pregnant, I would have hit her so hard she wouldn't know what time of day it was. I spent all my time making M-words show me respect (laughs) in that environment. (laughs) And she chose to grandstand me on where I work. I'm like, this is my workplace. (laughs) You on the strip right now and you come out here with that bullshit. She got away with that one. But I told her, you were wrong. And if I seen you talking to somebody, 
I wouldn't act like that. <laughs> What's a dollar van? I don't know. I was going to ask you that. What, what the fuck is that? Pound shop? It must be like a burger van or something, or like hot dogs. But a van? Why was she in it? Working. Pregnant with 50 cents kid, and he's earning shit tons of money selling drugs. What's she doing working in a dollar burger van? So he's got his arm around Ray Ray's girlfriend. Yeah. Just walking past her burger van where she's working. Hey, who's this fucking bitch? When he says that as well, if she hadn't been pregnant, I would have hit her so hard she wouldn't have known what day it was. He's happy to say that in his book. He thinks that's a cool thing to be saying. But if she yeah. wasn't pregnant, he would have fucking smashed her in. He would have battered her. <laughs> and he does want us to think that's real, that threat. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he is just full of bravado and bullshit, that he wouldn't do that. Mm, but fucking hell, what a cunt. Yeah, just, it's another what a cunt story, isn't it? What a fucking cunt. Bullshit, bullshit scale. Fucking 60% bullshit. Bit over half bullshit. He's definitely lied at some point, saying he was 15 with lost his virginity to play by, and he says he tells the son he was 12. Yeah. So he's definitely bullshitting about stuff. But it depends how much of it. Yeah, the, the, and once you lie about one thing, it does throw doubt on over, over everything else. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's obviously doing it to show off to seem cooler than he is. So if he's doing that once, he's likely to do it again. The buckets of acid and drugs just seems like a fucking cartoon child idea. I'm not having that. No, it seems bollocks. Getting the coat back off that girl and $500. He made it up. It was in a song. Oh, yeah, he's robbed it, he's robbed it from a robbed song. Robbed it from a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he went to that girl for a shag and he had to shoot his way out. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fucking wild west there's a load of stuff that's like you would know what happened after that yeah like even the shooting up a gay wedding yeah. and bollocks that would have been news that would have been major news 50 cent orders gay wedding yeah. massacre even <laughs> if there's just a gay wedding massacre and they couldn't pin it on 50 cent Big still news. probably know about yeah. it likes his ass licked believe that bit weird that we know that um, war car cancelled is he woke or is he woke or is he cunt? Is he woke or is he cunt? Is he a free but not in a sexy way? When I say sexy way, I mean the good sexual kind. Is he woke? Is he woke? Is he woke or not? Is he woke? Is he woke? I'm going to say cancelled on this guy. <laughs> really? He's just the worst. Uh, he's, he's confirmed all my thoughts. Yeah. That he is one of the worst examples of that fucking dead-eyed, money-obsessed, superficial. It's not just prevalent in, in rap music and gangster rap. It's just all over the early 21st century dollar dollar bills everywhere fuck bitches it's not it's not nice is it <laughs> you know, I, I I like it I do I like all you that like shit you like yeah. fuck bitches get money bullshit yeah I do I do I know I a lot of people do I know there is an argument for its cultural validity as well but I'm not buying it it's just fucking horrible shit I genuinely find it fascinating and a bit yeah. funny I find it a little bit funny like fuck me well rough and I suppose you've got a point there because we wouldn't have had an entertaining evening <laughs> <laughs> pouring all over these 
stories if, if it weren't a thing. <laughs> I think he's lived up to his image pretty well. I'll give him that. Yeah. He, he acts like a cunt and he is a cunt. Yeah, I thought I might find some hidden depth, but it's probably <laughs> better the fact that he is just like that. Yeah, he's a pretty cartoon character of a, of a twat. Oh, but yeah, um, he's obviously cancelled, isn't he? Beats up women, doesn't like women cheating on him when it, when he's cheating on them. He um, doesn't like gay people. Yeah, very weird about gay people. The only thing that he's got going for him is his fondness for a tongue on his bum hole. <laughs> That's all we'll That's give him. That's all you've got. That's all the walking on the progressive part of your nature. <laughs> so 50 Cent is cancelled. Sorry, Fiddy. You big ugly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Richard Branson. What do you think of Richard Branson? Um, Richard Branson is... Uh, You're not a fucking fan of Richard Branson, are you? Do you think he's all right? Do you no, think he's I, a I decent man? I don't like him, but I don't, I don't, don't want to lay into him too much. Why? He's because a billionaire. He's not, he's not a fucking poor little Richard. I think he's nice. Pleasant, avuncular fella. Like a laugh. I think he's fun. I think if he... If you had a packet of biscuits and you ask him for a biscuit, he'd give you a biscuit. Right, and then he'd invoice you afterwards. <laughs> I think he's a cunt. I think he's well known as a I mean, cunt. I don't know yeah, where you're coming the, from here with this. Capitalism comes in many forms, doesn't it? And Virgin Records, that was like, it was like a vegan cafe, wasn't it? With bean bags. He was kind of selling the hippie ideal, selling fucking gong records and crowd rock and shit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then he just decided to fuck all those guys over and sell all the records at 50p each and make a shitload of money. But he still probably thinks he's this, like, lovable hippie. Ooh, he definitely does. He definitely thinks he's ace, doesn't he? I can imagine him being surprised that people don't like him. Imagine him being astonished by it. Yeah. he thinks he's such a lovely guy. Check this, right? So I was on a press meal a few months ago. Oh, right, press meal. I was on a press meal. The other, the other oh, one. out with the press. Right, I was having on a, a meal for free. I was on a press meal the other month, <laughs> right? And I sat with these two old ladies. Oh yeah, They're <laughs> dropping again. <laughs> Betty and Nora. And one of them said that her daughter works for Virgin Virgin Airlines, I think it was, and said there's shit loads of rumours going around about Branson. They said that he was really, yeah. and he did a load of. Yeah. He was really, and he, they said he's definitely going to be. You know, this is fucking fourth-hand information. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not there. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for this podcast. Right? That he didn't. <laughs> wow. That and. I think he did, and I think he's gonna get soon. Fuck. Right, and this relates to something he says later on. That okay. We'll bring up. Um, how do you think Richard Branson lost his virginity? Well, when he do you was... know what we should get? We should see if he wants to sponsor this. Yeah. Call it the Virgin Podcast. Let's mail him. Of course, there's no harm in doing that. <laughs> he might go for it. He's a fucking wild well, guy with the Sex Pistols. We're like the podcast Sex Pistols. <laughs> do you see him as like anything to do with punk rock? Do you know what I do? I my main thing about him is that he put the Sex Pistols album out. I mean, punk rock probably wouldn't have happened if it weren't for him. Not in the same way. 
Not over here, at least. It wouldn't have the same status that it does now without him. Uh, There's loads of fucking great shit that's come out on his label that, you know, he put out Paula Abdul's first album. Did it? Yeah. Do you reckon he had any part to play in that, though? He, he probably made her successful. Why are you I'm licking probably... his ass so much? What are you I'm fucking not, bumming I'm just for? saying that he's responsible for a lot of important shit that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Doesn't make him a good person. Sometimes evil is the only conduit to bring good into the world. <laughs> Fuck off! What's that? That is a saying. That's not the where, Where's that from? Just look it up. Google it. Evil, evil is a conduit. Is the for... only conduit to bring good into the world. Sometimes. What googling that? I think, it, I think <laughs> it's absolute bollocks. <laughs> it's absolute bollocks. I think you're overegging his his role in the success of punk. I think, think it would have happened anyway. I think it would have been huge anyway, yeah. Yeah, let's, anyway, let's, let's see if we'll do it. Just see what happens. Yeah, Richard, he'll sue the fucking shit out of us. He won't, he won't take us on. If he does sue us, then... Well, we can't, because we... We probably we, make more money off, off the exposure. Okay, how do you think Richard Branson, a virgin, lost his virginity? I, I, I don't know, Ian. Have we fucking come up with something? This is a part of the show, you've got to come up with something... Alright. You've not thought of anything before this? I can't think of anything, Ian. Well, come up with something. I've not got anything. I just, I, I don't know. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't want do, Ian. Come on. I don't want do. What do you think Richard Branson first did with his dick? Don't know. Touched a fanny. A who's fanny? A girl's. When? When he was young. What, where was he? <laughs> I don't know. In a pub. <laughs> in a pub? You're putting me on the spot, Ian. <laughs> Let's leave it. Right. And all we, and well, I've got the truth. We've got the truth. We've got the, I know we've got you the facts have, here. That's what we're here for. Let's get to it. Okay. This is from Losing My Virginity, the autobiography by Richard Branson, which was published in 1998. Right. Who do you think would buy that book? Would you ever want to read that book? No, but... I'm not who's a fan of him. I'm not, I'm not going to be a fan of Richard <laughs> Branson. Will, I mean... And people who are curious. It'll be fucking budding capitalists. Young entrepreneurs, yeah. yeah. Budding right wingers. just want to know what he did specifically. So they can follow every first million. Yeah. yeah. That's his niche. That's his market. When he starts talking about his dick, is he, people go, don't want to know about that. <laughs> Where's his fucking... I think we're the only people who do care about this. We don't really want to know this. They're skipping past his like, tips on making money, getting straight to the... Um, in fact, he does seem really asexual. He does, doesn't he? Doesn't he seem, I don't yeah. imagine, like, you know, by the end of this, I'm hoping to have a picture of him as a sexual being. But right now, he's just like like a teacher was when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't picture him, like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Even looking at someone. But then, on the other hand, he's either like that or he's just a fucking sleaze. You'll have an opinion by the end of this. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that. I know which one it'll be. Because <laughs> otherwise there'd be no fucking stories. <laughs> if he was just a, a, an asexual teacher, I wouldn't be doing it. Like, this is shit, man. There's nothing here. <laughs> so this is how he lost his virginity. He's on holiday from private school. And he says he had a number of girlfriends during the holidays and came tantalisingly closer and closer to losing his virginity at parties. And this is how he lost his virginity. 
I finally found a girl who was reputed to go the whole way. And at, <laughs> at one party, we slipped upstairs into a remote bedroom. <laughs> I was amazed when she let me push up her skirt and take off her knickers. As we began to make love, she started to moan and groan. She was clearly having a very erotic time. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty pleased with how well I must be performing, since she was panting and tossing her head from side to side as she fought to control her breathing. I put up a great show and finally came with equally impressive gusto, roaring and shouting and huffing and puffing. Then I rolled off her. To my astonishment, she carried on panting, apparently having... <laughs> apparently having what I took to be ecstatic multiple orgasms. Just as I was beginning to feel a little bemused and somewhat redundant, I finally realised that she was panting for a reason. Asthma! She wheezed in breathless panic. Inhaler! Ambulance! <laughs> yeah, fucking bollocks that, innit? He's, he's just a boring, boring, boring virginity loss story. And he's added that. He's added some little fucking... That's not boring. In real life, it was boring. And he's added this. Not fucking true, that. I'm going, oh, ah, no one has asked for like that. No one, no one does that. It's a good story, Ian. Right. I like, I like how he says it's, calls it a very erotic time. Having an erotic time, do you not think that's a weird way of putting it? It is a bit odd, isn't it? It's a bit nursery rhyme, isn't it? A bit children's storybook. This bit as well, where he talks about himself coming. I finally came with, with gusto... I was roaring and shouting and huffing and puffing. Oh, yeah, yeah. What That's him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was roaring. <laughs> 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 what was the other thing? So it was roaring, shouting, huffing and puffing. Roaring and shouting. So he didn't just roar. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's how Branson ejaculates. So I like that. Okay, a few years later, he's in his late teens still here. He wants to live on a barge. He wants to live on a canal boat. So he's just wandering around. He's wandering around looking for one. Finds a canal boat. He goes and knocks on the door and a fur-haired girl answers. Can I come in? I asked. (laughs) My car's just broke down and I'm looking for somewhere to live. Monday was beautiful. Not only was she beautiful, but she had just moved a bed on board. We sat down and had some lunch. And before we knew what we were doing, we were lying on the bed making love. Her name was Mundy Ellis. I stayed the night with her that night and moved my suitcase on board the next morning. Fast mover, Richard, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Set the scene here. He's just knocked on some canal boat, saw a girl. Had a chat with her for what, a few minutes? And then he was shagging her. That's not something that's ever happened to me. <laughs> oh, me, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again... This shit happens in the <laughs> You're really pissing me off stuff, tonight. You're stuff like this happens. He's a fucking cunt. Things can exist beyond the realm of what's happened to you and I. <laughs> right, that's because you're quite open-minded. This plane of existence <laughs> we're used to. Anyway, speaking of the supernatural, so he does acid with her and her mates. He lives on this boat for quite a while. And it says here, Whenever I caught sight of Monday, all I saw was a wising creature... Like the red-coated dwarfish murderer in Don't Look Now. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't handle looking at her, so he we went outside, lay on the ground, looking up at the sky. Monday came out, hauled him into bed, and they started shagging. When we started making love, I kept my eyes <laughs> tightly closed, dreading what I would see if I opened them. 
By the time the LSD trip was over, it became clear that my relationship with Mundu was also over. Even though she stopped looking like a murderous dwarf the next morning, <laughs> I was never able to look at her in the same way again. <laughs> Just fucked her off because she had a bad trip. Like, right, it's all your fault, this. <laughs> we are done. She's not like got any input in this. It's just like, I've seen you as a dwarf now. Can't handle you anymore. <laughs> that could happen to you at any point in your life, though, couldn't it? Yeah. You could just be with someone, just see him as a dwarf and go, nay, can't be with you now. Okay, another story. So this time there's a girl called Kristen. He needs Richard's age 20. He's looking for his dog. He's got an Irish wolfhound called Bootleg. And he's looking for his dog. And he opens his door and Kristen's there, just wearing an old pair of skin-tight jeans and a black bra. And Richard says, You look great as you are, I said. I wouldn't bother with any more clothes. Sadly, Kristen did put on a shirt, but I managed to keep her chatting for almost an hour before someone started shouting for me. So this Kristen's got a boyfriend, right? And what he does is he rings her up and he keeps her on the phone and he sends his drive around. And his drive goes around and steals all the clothes from Rice. <laughs> and he's bragging about this in his books and it's a fucking great idea. And he, and he says to her on the phone, You better come around here. I've got something to show you. It belongs to you. I refused to reveal what it was. Her curiosity kindled. Kristen came round to Alberta. She was set upon saying goodbye to me and returning to America. When she arrived, I held up her suitcase. She tried to grab it from me, but I opened it and I threw her clothes all around the boat. Then I picked her up and carried her to the bedroom. So he's, he's stolen this girl's clothes yeah. and he said, come round, I've got all your shit, right? And he thinks this is a great romantic gesture. She comes round, she wants to go to America with her clothes. Yeah. And he says, no, takes her clothes and just chucks them around, <laughs> chucks them around the room. And he picks her up and takes her to the bedroom. That doesn't sound that nice to me. Dubious. Yeah. You defend this cunt now. I mean, she might have... Fuck off, man. Like no, 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 come on. Who'd rather go and move to a different country where you don't know anyone or get a bang off sexy Richard Branson? <laughs> I'm just speaking from my heart. And I think, I think that is really nice thing to do for a lady. Just steal all the clothes, chuck around room. <laughs> So, you got, where are you going now? Where are you going now? You're not going fucking anywhere, my friend. My bedroom. <laughs> okay. <Come in. laughs> you know what, all the stories, he talks about women loads in this book. And every woman he meets is with someone that they're married or dating someone and Richard steals them. And he never once expresses remorse or guilt or shame. It's just, it's just what he's got to do. Um, all's fair in love and war. <sighs> brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Branson's going to love you. So he's still with his Kristen and he goes to Japan on business. Room service offers a massage. Oh. Yeah. Two beautiful Japanese girls came up to my room where they asked me to lie in the bath and gave me the most erotic massage of my life. We all ended up in my bathtub. When I breathlessly called up for a massage the next night to repeat the experience, I was confronted by two huge women in severe aprons, who explained that the other two girls were having a night off. They proceeded to karate chop and pull me <laughs> to an inch of my life. He's, he's with this Christian here. He's not once said, oh, I shouldn't have shagged two <laughs> Japanese girls. Well, he didn't say he shagged them, did he? 
The most erotic massage of his life. Erotic massage. All ended up in the bathtub. They're still fucking with his dick. Might not have actually penetrated. No. Erotic. Erotic doesn't mean genital contact. I hate how you defended him. I hate this. You could be... You could give someone an erotic shoulder massage. It's just the way you do it. I reckon... If you do it in a sensual enough way and you stimulate the right parts of someone, you can almost... Make someone. You are him. You're being him. You're fucking. It's what he'd say in court. It's how he'd sound in court for charges of being scumbaggery. Just because my penis was hard doesn't mean anyone touched it. (laughs) Right, anyway, this is the final story. At this point, he's been done for tax fraud. He's in jail. He's doing some kind of import thing with records. Being a fucking dodgy, money grubbing cunt. Yeah, and he's kind of reflecting on his life and what his parents told him and how his reputation is everything. And here's, here's what he says. I was locked in a cell and utterly dependent on somebody else to open the door. I vowed to myself that I would never again do anything that would cause me to be imprisoned. <coughs> my parents had <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, my parents had always drummed into me that all you have in life is your reputation. You may be very rich, but if you lose your good name, you'll never be happy. The thought will always lurk at the back of your mind that people don't trust you. I had never really focused on what a good name truly meant before, but that night in prison made me understand. I think that's a really good way to end it. Well, yeah. If what the old ladies said was true, then this is this is on the horizon. And he says he's got nothing. If, if people think he's a scumbag, if he's yeah. convicted of bad crimes... And I think he's lost his everything. real legacy will be this... Podcast. <laughs> I think this is the only thing that will survive. Untarnished, yeah. Untarnished, yeah. Well, I'm not making any predictions, but let's revisit in two years. Let's do a Where Are They Now yeah. <laughs> for Richard Branson. I, I think some interesting stuff might have come over there. <laughs> let's see what well, where is that. No harm in doing that. Um, I think we're going to be going, let's listen to that again. Because <laughs> that is the only document of his life worth checking out <laughs> <laughs> alright bullshit where, where do you think Branson lies on the bullshit scale I reckon uh, it's all true do you think he's made himself seem better than he is nope <laughs> I find it really weird that he just knocks on some on the door of a canal and within minutes shagging this woman I think that seems really odd I think his story about getting in this woman's suitcase and chucking a clothes around isn't this great romantic <laughs> tale that he's trying to make out it is I think I think he shagged the Japanese girls and I think he's a scumbag for doing it when he's with this girl, Kristen. All right, is he woke or cancelled? Woke or cancelled? Is he going to be cut down by the alien for being a wrong cancel him for anything he's done here really right I don't think he's done anything wrong Ian okay in these stories so you're saying he's woke <laughs> yeah I'm saying woke I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt 
I just find him really fucking slippery and shady. I just find all his words just feel really false and it's all really neat and everything's fucking bonanza for fucking Richard. <laughs> Everything works out really smooth and everyone's happy that they're just fucking Richard within minutes. And I'm not buying that. He's not, he wasn't yeah. a hunk. He wasn't a classic hunk or possibly charming, but I find him repugnant. You don't feel like that, do you? You're, you're a Branson fanboy, yeah. which is odd. Yeah, I mean. Right. Right, oh, I'm cancelling I'm cancelling him. So okay. we're, we're split decision. First split decision, I think. Who would you rather fuck, 50 Cent or Richard Branson? 50 Cent. Really? Why? Fuck it. Be a fun one. Fun fucking... It's, it's, it's a tough decision, that. Because <laughs> it's so similar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both equally appealing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got muscles, hasn't he? <laughs> Big hunky man. I'd give a 50. He's just a better name. Imagine telling someone you've shagged Branson. I know, it's yeah. Rubbish. I think it's mainly that. Not really into guys' muscles that much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, why, why did you bring that up? What was... I don't know. It's just something I've not... Ex- like, Richard Branson's probably, like, you know, a scrawny white dude... I know what a scrawny white dude feels like. <laughs> I as well have a big muscly You are guy. one. You are one. Exactly. Okay, thanks for listening. That's been the, the money episode of Famous First Times. Money! Dollar dollar bill. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube... YouTube. <laughs> Fuck off. About YouTube. Anyway, send us in anything. Email fft at giveover.co.uk or ring us. I'll give you Dom's number. You go on the Facebook, I'll put Dom's number on it. You can ring him live. Yeah, I, I don't mind. <laughs> right, there we go. All right, cheers. Bye.